It's amazing to think of the clinical implications of what you just said. Why don't you present your cases, Jim? Sure. I actually have three very short cases that I think illustrate very important points. First one is something that we face on a really a daily basis that's becoming very difficult. A 67-year-old person, she was actually a lawyer, was still working, was very functional. Over the course of about two weeks, became acutely confused, diagnosed with a GBM, treated with radiation and Temidor, followed by Temidor, progressed after six cycles of Temidor, came to see us. We went through our 25 available clinical trials, and she had done her homework and said, I want CPT11NA Vastin. She got really within two doses of CPT11NA Vastin. Her confusion cleared, her neurologic deficits improved. We're able to taper her completely off dexamethasone, which I think is really critical. She had a very good response for six cycles then had increased non-enhancing disease. Her symptoms came back. The radiologist called a continued response, but it was clear if you look at the flare, her non-enhancing tumor was progressing. What do you do with the patient that progresses to a BEV or any VEGF inhibitor containing regimen? I think that's one of the major questions for our field. So Tim, she comes to you. What would you suggest at that point? So wait, did she get radiation? She did. She got her radiation temperature. <laughs> so this is that recurrent she had that? Yeah. Well, there's not a lot that appears to work. I think the most important thing for us to do is to evaluate these patients with clinical trials because we want to figure out how to overcome this resistance. If we just get to the point of I don't have a clinical trial option, I want to do my best to care for this patient, I think that the one setting that I have seen responses is repeating radiation along with bevacizumab. I think that there have been cases where you actually do see tumor shrinkage in that setting, and you can get somewhat of a durable response. And when I say somewhat, I mean the majority still are less than six months, but it's not the kind of progression that we typically see with this combination where four weeks later, continues to grow, another four weeks continues to grow, we actually have some stabilization that we can get. But again, nothing more important than putting these patients on a clinical trial to try to figure out how to overcome Avastin resistance. So Manesh, how do you like the idea of BEV radiation off-study? There are, in fact, a number of studies that have been done. For example, Memorial has reported on a study that they did where they used fractionated stereotactic radiotherapy and BEV and reported essentially what Tim mentioned, which is some durable responses. That group is different in that they hadn't received BEV correct. before. They had, so they actually had correct. longer, much longer responses that's correct, than exactly. that. Yeah. Wayne State has a second study similar to that, and they've seen the same thing. So this concept of taking patients that have progressed and considering radiation bevacizumab raises the intriguing question, is it possible that the vascular stabilizing effects of bevacizumab permit you to deliver a higher dose? And if that is, in fact, what we learn from these recurrent disease settings eventually that could be translated up front. So what I would love to see is a recurrent GBM trial where there is dose escalation of radiation therapy with BEV and determine what dose can safely be delivered, and eventually that could be translated in the upfront context. Would you expect greater radiation effect with vascular normalization? We talked about Rakesh Jain before. I think there are two views on that. 
The conventional view was that if you were to use an anti-angiogenic agent, you would induce more hypoxia in the tumor. And if you induce more hypoxia, the tumor becomes more radioresistant. However, I think what we have learned is a slightly more sophisticated version of that argument. And it sort of goes like this, that the vasculature that surrounds tumors is abnormal. And this abnormal vasculature, in fact, partly contributes to the hypoxia that arises within the tumor. The normalization of such vasculature might improve the hypoxic profile of a tumor and therefore might enhance drug delivery, might enhance radiation responses. Interesting. So what happened with the patient? We went through a long discussion with the patient. The problem with clinical trials in this patient group is they have to be off bed for at least six weeks because before then you still have the BEV in the system and you can't determine response and progression. She actually did elect to go off BEV for the six weeks, but by four weeks she had progressed rapidly and opted for hospice.